Joe Walton recalls that a visit to the shark camp on Big Pine Key was a favorite activity during his boyhood stays at a nearby family vacation retreat. The place was close enough that we could see it and smell it. There were times it was really ripe. A whole bunch of us would pole or scull a boat up to watch them skin the sharks. Sometimes we got in the way, but the workers, most of them blacks, were real nice. They would never holler at us, and they got a kick out of watching us dig out the shark eyeballs. The Big Pine Key Shark Facility was built in 1923 by Hyden Oil Products to catch and process sharks for various commercial uses. The company's name was derived from the two principal products, hides for sharkskin leather and oil from the liver for use as medicine. The camp was located on the eastern shore of Big Pine Key, about two miles north of the railroad bridge. When it opened, it employed about 25 men and operated six shark fishing boats. In addition to a 400-foot pier extending into the deeper water of the Bogey Channel, there was a marine railway for hauling the carcasses ashore, large kettles for boiling livers under the palmetto roof shed, and racks for drying and repairing nets, and various office and storage buildings. The sharks were caught in huge nets, up to 600 feet in length and 15 feet in depth, with a 9-inch square mesh. The tops of the nets were buoyed with wood floats, and the bottoms were held down with lead weights. When a shark hit the net, it would continue to charge ahead and thrash about furiously. During its struggles, the net cords would slip behind the shark's gills and interfere with its breathing. Most of the sharks would be dead from drowning when the nets were hauled. One exception was the sawfish, a more lethargic type of shark which usually had to be clubbed to death while taking care to avoid the wildly swinging saw. Some of the monsters weighed close to a thousand pounds and reached nearly 20 feet in length, so getting them aboard a boat, even with the aid of block and tackle, was a Herculean task. The species most often caught were leopard, dusky, hammerhead, nurse, sand, and sawfish sharks. Of these, the sawfish was the most valuable because it yielded the largest hides and had the best vitamins in its liver. In the first four months of operation, Hyden Oil boats took 5,000 sharks. Single-day catches of 50 sharks were common, and on one occasion, the catch approached 100. In that first year, one of the boats caught an 18-foot lemon shark weighing 901 pounds. By 1930, close to 100 sharks averaging 7 feet in length were being caught every single day. The fishermen found all sorts of unusual objects when they cut the shark's stomach open, among them a barrel of salt pork and the entire hindquarters of a key deer. But the most grisly find was made by Captain W.E. Young, a shark fishing expert, who wrote a book entitled Shark, Shark. While in the employ of Hyden Oil in January 1923, Young caught a 12-foot brown shark off Big Pine Key. Upon slicing open the belly, he found a human arm and hand and a piece of blue serge cloth, from immediate inquiries, he learned that an Aero Marine Airways seaplane had crashed in the sea about 20 miles from Havana the day before he caught the shark. A lifeboat from the railroad car ferry Henry M. Flagler had managed to rescue the pilot, the mechanic, and four passengers, but four other passengers were not recovered. The piece of cloth identified the shark's victim as one of the missing passengers. Upon returning to Big Pine Key, the fishermen offloaded the sharks with a big crane at the end of the pier. Several men rapidly cut away the hides with sharp knives. They loaded the carcass and hides onto a flat car 
riding on a marine railway, which was then winched ashore to the processing facility. In February 1923, Hyden Oil announced that it had developed a new apparatus, which greatly reduced skinning time. The workers lowered a shark into the device and cut the hide partially away near the head and clamped it, and then literally hoisted the shark out of its skin. Other processing improvements that year cut the curing time for fresh hides from 30 days to 24 hours. The facility shipped dry hides north via the Overseas Railroad for tanning and processing into leather. Shark leather is stronger than most leathers, soft and pliable, takes dye readily, and can be used to make almost any article of leather, including shoes. After the sharks were offloaded, the boat crews took their nets ashore and spread them out on racks for drying and repairing. There was always damage, particularly from sawfish that would slash great holes in the net. One man kept busy continuously making repairs. Shark livers were cut out and reduced to oil in large double boilers under a shed. Approximately 75% of the liver was oil. Rich in vitamins, it was sold as a medicine. Spongers also used the oil to calm and clarify the water surface on breezy days. A couple who visited the camp in 1926 observed the operations and commented that the place was kept quite clean considering the nature of work. They saw a number of men skinning sharks with knives, which would indicate that the marvelous skinning apparatus was no longer in use. Other men cut the white shark meat into large slabs, which were then salted, compressed in heavy presses, and laid out to dry on long chicken wire fences. Shark fins found a ready market in the Orient, where they were considered a delicacy. Hardly any of the shark was wasted. When boiled, the heads yielded a large quantity of glue. Insulin for treating diabetes was obtained from the pancreas. The teeth and jaws were sold as curios, and the vertebrae were made into walking canes. Harold Terry of Big Pine Key remembers seeing shark skeletons spread out over an acre of cleared land to dry, after which they were ground up to make fertilizer. And it was today, December the 9th, 1930, that the Hyden Oil Products Company on Big Pine Key reported that one of its boats brought in a mackerel shark that was 14 and a half feet in length and 10 feet in circumference with a weight of 1,752 pounds. The company had seven boats in service and on December the 8th brought in 111 sharks averaging a little more than 300 pounds each. And that's what happened today in Key West history. Today in Key West history is brought to you by 43 Keys Media. If you'd like to learn more about the glorious or even the grisly past of the Florida Keys, visit 43keys.com. This program, as well as others, are available as an Alexa flash briefing. Just tell Alexa to play Today in Key West history as your flash briefing. Today in Key West history.